the Scotia North Division. I just was on an earlier show called The Weekend Warriors with my good buddy James, Toronto Maple Leaf fan, can't be that good of a buddy, and Ryan, oh, another Toronto Maple Leaf. And I was by myself, and then I brought my other buddy up, Jordan, and he crapped out on me. Like, it was just crazy. Everybody was against the gooch. When I said, and this is what I said, quote, the Montreal Canadiens will beat the Toronto Maple Leafs, if, in fact, the Leafs don't sweep them quickly. If it goes into game six and seven and Carey Price plays like he did in the bubble last year, I'm predicting an upset. There's going to be an upset, guys. Is it going to be Toronto? Is it going to be Pittsburgh, where everybody thought maybe uh, they shouldn't be there? Maybe it's Washington taking that one on. Carolina, a surprise. Could Nashville bump them off? I doubt it. Would Florida against Tampa Bay be an upset? Can't really say so, even though they're defending champs. We'll walk through this with all the guys. Colorado, Vegas, Minnesota, St. Louis. The only one that I thought maybe, and Jordan did uh, team up with me until the last minute and I changed my mind. I thought maybe Minnesota was the one team other than Montreal that would have an upset. I'm not sure. I think uh, the Manitoba Golden Knights, as Scott Taylor calls them, are too strong. All right, listen. I got the boys in the green room and I got guys even beat me up already in your dreams, Gooch, in your dreams. Here's my buddy all the way from Germany. I love Tobias. Toby, Philadelphia versus Islanders, 4-3. Good call. Washington versus Boston, 4-3. Terrible call. I take Boston and we're going to talk about this. Carolina versus Nashville. Good pick. A lot of guys are thinking that. Flow over Tampa, 2-4. No, the only thing you need is a 2-4 because there's no way Florida's beaten, uh, being beaten by Tampa Bay because we don't know about Kucherov and we don't know about Stamkos. And then, of course, Colorado-St. Louis, 4-1. Uh, yeah, 4-2 maybe. Vegas-Min, 4-2. I agree. I think Vegas got to elim eliminate them quickly. Or, again, hanging around. Minnesota could get some confidence. Toronto, 4-1. Only if Carey Price doesn't stand on his head. And Edmonton versus the Jets, we're going to have a little bit of fun with the boys down below. I think Edmonton should beat the Winnipeg Jets if it was now. But Hellerbuck is the factor. All right, let's bring him up in a row. Val Silva, executive producer. Jordan, LaRoche, assistant producer. James, AKA Toronto jumping off the bandwagon, blue bike. Now, now. And waiting in the wings to come up and support me in a few minutes is Paul Rosen. We're just going to wait for his counterpart, Francois the Flying Frenchman, off the top rope. All right, let's get into it, guys. I'm going to start with this one. We're going to bring up the boys for uh, the North Division, okay? So we'll get beat up in there. Uh, I want to go right quickly to the Honda West Division. Colorado, Vegas, Minnesota, St. Louis. Obviously, Colorado up against St. Louis. Really quickly, go around the horn. James. Uh, Colorado, St. Louis. This is this is a series where uh, I think if you're looking for an upset, uh, this is the one you're looking at. The, the, the Blues obviously are, you know, kind of a team that's been uh, – been not so great this year. Higher expectations haven't done much, but you know a team that could could try and pull one off here. But Colorado super dominant, so I'm going to say the Avalanche, and uh, and I'd say they're probably going to clean things up in five or six games. So I'll go Colorado and in, uh, in six. 
Jordan? I, I do like St. Louis, and I want them to do well, but this team, it, it's its a little different than they were when they won the Cup. Uh, losing Peter Angelo is definitely a big loss, but Tori Krug, I don't think he's quite on the same level as Peter Angelo. Uh, but I do think Colorado is going to win this in like five or six. It's not going to be a long series. No. Yeah. You know what though? It, it, it is a toss up. I mean, the Avs just secure the president's trophy unless the only reason they lose is because of the jinx of the president's trophy, but down in Vegas, Colorado is favored to win the whole shebang. Uh, I too have uh, roots to uh, being a blues fan via my son, but you know what? I'll give St. Louis two games and make it four two Colorado. All right, I'm going to hit you with it. Don't forget, uh, Bennington, uh, you know, had that run. Jack Allen, who opened the door Jake. for him, uh, is in Montreal. And I know uh, Paul and I have had this conversation. If Carey Price can't go, I think uh, Jack, Jake, Al- Jack Al- Jake Allen sorry, uh, is primed. That's for you, bud. Uh, I think he's primed to maybe do some surprise. And we'll ask Paul when we get him up here, of course. Uh, I'm going to say this. If McKinnon is out, even though they're a very strong hockey club, if McKinnon is out for any length of period of time, it's talked about he's got a lower body injury. He could come back. We saw what it went on with Stamkos. I'm going to say that it's going to be a lot tighter if McKinnon's not in the lineup. If he is there and he's healthy, uh, I think uh, goaltending is, in my opinion, even though they're not proven, Grubauer is out playing Bennington. I'm going to go with Colorado in a sweep. Only if McKinnon is in the lineup. I watched them play last night. I like what they've got. All right. So, gentlemen, let's go to Vegas Mini. Um, I'm, I'll start this, but I, I have uh, my bracket. I got Minnesota in seven. Um, I think Minnesota just had Vegas' number this year. Uh, they had a little, little five-game win streak against Vegas at some point. And I think when a team has your number – uh, there's something psychologically going to playoffs where, you know, they're not feeling as confident go- going against the squad. So I think Vegas, uh, sorry, Minnesota will surprise a lot of people here. Wow, Jordan, I want to drink that Kool-Aid. James, <laughs> I'm gonna check. Hang on, I'm gonna test the Kool-Aid for God's sake. James, I, I can see where Jordan's coming from. Minnesota could be one of those sleeper teams. I w- I was worried if uh, if we ended up with a Colorado Minnesota. Uh, series that they might pull that off. But I think Vegas, you know, now that they're in the playoffs, they're going to be able to to throw out their entire team. Uh, we saw in the regular season they were only throwing out something like 13 skaters or something like that because of salary cap issues. But with no salary cap, uh, with two great goaltenders, the way they've been going second place in the league, I think I'm going to go with Vegas and probably in uh, six games as well. All right. Um... Now. You know what? I, I'm sure we all want to see a Vegas-Colorado final, but that's not going to happen. So we'll just take it for the final in that division. I mean, uh, Fleury and Leitner just were awarded the Jennings Trophy for the best goaltending tandem in the league. I say they continue on that role. You know what? I'm going to say Vegas in seven. I'm not. Um, I'm on the fence, but I'll say Vegas in seven. But I can see Minnesota beating them. But uh, final answer: Vegas in seven. Listen, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Jordan. I know I'm going to be hit. Paul loves this because he got a 1A and 1B, 1C, and I may even go to 1D. Thinking about what's been going on and that sort of stuff, Vegas is poised to win this series. And I think, again, I, I know I sit on the fence a lot. Teams like that need to do it quickly. Uh, Lerner, when he's out there tweeting to the other team, hoping that they get a victory so that they win the President Cup, little concerned. Uh, I thought that was a lot of fun when he was uh, tweeting with one of the players from the Los Angeles Kings. Please, please do it. Uh, but I think that there's some some magic in Minnesota. I think Kirill the Thrill is real. There's no question. Hasn't been in the playoffs. Uh, I think goaltending is going to be an issue here maybe in, in Minnesota. So it's really toss, toss and turn. Uh, I would have said that uh, Vegas was going to win this hands down. I think it's going to be Vegas, but I think it's going to go right down to the wire in seven. And I know when Paul gets up here, he's going to want to say something about Vegas. And we're looking forward to that. Uh, just before we bring those guys up, I want to go in and do one series because I know we're going to have six guys up here and it's going to get a little bit ugly. So, so if, I, to- if I may just, sorry, Kerry, it is Cam Talbot going in net for uh, Minnesota. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fleury Talbot. 
That's what I mean, yeah. Leonard Talbot, I just think uh, Vegas has the uh, goaltending edge. Well, ask Paul that. Uh, obviously, he's been watching that co closely. So what we're going to do now is I, I'm going to stay on this side of the fence. I want to go to Pittsburgh, New York really qu quickly. Uh, I, that's not New York Rangers. It's the New York Islanders. Uh, I'm going to say right off the bat, uh, unless our friend uh, <laughs> gets them playing defense, it could be quick. I like what uh, Jeff Carter's doing. I think that's, as far as I'm concerned, Taylor Hall was a big addition. But I think uh, what Jeff Carter's brought to that team, leadership, Stanley Cups, goal scoring, I think, uh, and, and Crosby's still got a little bit left in that tank of his. You can't go against him. And I think Malcolm, even though Malcolm had been out for a while, at least he's been skating, not like, obviously, Kucherov and uh, – and, um, uh, Stamkos, I think that is a team that's primed. The goaltending could be a little bit questionable, but you know what? They've won the last five in a row. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh on that one. Yeah, and I I, I am too, just because uh, Pittsburgh's won six out of the eight meetings this year. Uh, they've Again, it's not a team that's had their number. Uh, Jeff Carter has come in and set the team on fire. He's almost, almost a goal a game, I think. Uh, nine goals, two assists in 14 games. Uh, I think that's something you can't look past for sure, but I think Pittsburgh is going to win in probably six. Well, I'll let you go. Oh, uh, yeah, like I, I think Varlamov is a lot better goaltender than Yari is, but, I mean, Pittsburgh's on a roll. If Malcolm's back in, he's been off, so he'll kind of be fresh. Jeff Carter is a great addition to that club. Um, I'm going to call Pittsburgh in six. And uh, there should be a lot of close, tight games. I, um, um, a few overtime games in this series, I, I would suspect. So it should be a good series. Did everyone go Penguins, all three of you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to go Islanders. I think that they, are, sure. they got the defensive system. They have the system in place to win playoff games. They have good goaltending. And they have great coaching. So they may not be as hot as – as uh, as they'd like to be right now, but I think that they can kind of flip that switch and get right into that physical game of hockey. So Islanders in seven, I agree. It'll be a it'll be a tough uh, fought series. You'll probably see a couple people go down um, throughout it, but uh, yeah, this will be a good series to watch for sure. Yeah. Listen, they brought in Paul Mary for a reason to come and help them offensively. He's looked very lackluster. I just don't think they're firing the old cliche on all cylinders right now. And it's not a time to go into the playoffs, not playing your best hockey. So that, that it could be, but I, I, I and I don't want to go against Barry Trotz because he knocked me out once. I, I think we got to go with, uh, I'm going to stay with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Listen, I'm going to bring the boys up. All right. This is interesting. Oh, yeah. Everybody, hey. Hey, guys. try and, I'll direct the traffic just to keep you going. So, Paul, I know you wanted to say something about Vegas. Yeah, you know what? Uh, the weird thing, I was talking to Jordan this morning, is Vegas, I think they were primed to play St. Louis. And with Colorado winning last night, they tied in points. A lot of people were uh, wondering what was going on because if you looked at it, Vegas had 40 wins and Colorado had 39 it didn't make sense because people weren't getting explained what happened. And what it was for everybody that was like me yesterday going, what's going on, is Colorado had 35 of their 39 wins in regulation time. Vegas had 30 of their 40 wins in regulation time. That's why, unlike Pittsburgh and Washington, who were tied, and Pittsburgh had more wins, they also had more regulation wins. I think Vegas was upset because I think they would have walked through St. Louis. I still think they're going to beat Minnesota, but it's not going to be easy. And like guys, we always know every year, there's always an upset. There's always a crazy upset in the first round. I don't know which one it's going to be. Can it be Montreal beating Toronto? I don't know, but it can be one of them. It will be one crazy upset. Hey, uh, Francois, the flying Frenchman, before we get started with you, uh, we're not going to touch on the Montreal Canadiens. I know we're going to have a little bit of fun right to your little, your left, uh, the guy in the salmon shirt. Uh, you know he's a Toronto Maple Leaf fan. So right. I think you two will have a little bit of fun in a few seconds. Comments on – I want to hear Pittsburgh, New the Islanders. Who do you pick? I think Pittsburgh's going to win that, uh, that well, series. Who do you pick? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh and six. Uh, all right. And then we had Vegas, uh, Minnesota, uh, flying Frenchman. Vegas. Okay. Colorado, St. Louis? Colorado. Paul? 
I like Colorado and Vegas, but I also like what you said that it's they're not going to walk through St. Louis and 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 Minnesota. I think uh, Vegas and Colorado will win. It will be tight. That might be your first round upset, Paul. That you you mentioned. You never it know that be. one. Absolutely. I think that one. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, Shop your European correspondents coming in. Grubauer will win the cup. Uh, a little bit of bias. <laughs> Uh, Matthew Meisner in Argentina, you know, he's above sea level by about 18,000 feet. So I don't think he's getting enough oxygen. Uh, I'm not going to buy into that uh, craziness. Um, or he's drinking Jordan's Kool-Aid. I don't know. Uh, Scotty, why has James not used my hanger idea? Come on, James. I know I'm slacking. I'm sorry. Can somebody tell me what that means? I have no idea. Yeah, no, it was just a, it was an idea to keep away the uh, the tops of the hangers from being visible, kind of flipping them upside down. But I haven't gone in there and redone the whole thing. So, well, hey, listen, and if you listen to Matthew, guys, Islanders right shock the world. Uh, <laughs> do you, Paul? Do you think that the Islanders have a chance? Well, you always have a chance, absolutely. I just think Pittsburgh's really hungry this year. I think with Malkin coming back and being healthy, uh, the only question, and you guys all said it was Yari in goal. Uh, will he be able to play? I don't think he'll have to play incredible. I just think he'll have to play good. He won't. If he lets in Anderson goals from the corner, sorry, James, they're in serious trouble. What about you? I, I believe it's uh, Jari, not Yari. Jari, yeah. Jari. Jari, Jari. So like this, all of us to not get one name wrong. Tomato, tomato. Never, never happened to me. But maybe uh, his parents. <laughs> hey, maybe his parents call him Yari and not Yari. How do we know? Yo, maybe it's Yari. All right, listen. Let's get into this one really quickly. I know this is going to be fun. Florida, Tampa Bay. Paul, that's going to be that, that. That's going to be a close uh, series. I think Florida you might. Uh, Why can't you read? I said Paul started off. What is he uh, reading? So I, I thought I thought it was here. the flying Paul. Okay. Go, Francois. Go, Francois. <laughs> I think, I think uh, Florida is going to win that series. Uh, I think uh, that's going to be a surprise, but uh, Florida has been playing well lately. So, um, you know, why not? Why not? I think they're going to beat the, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Well, that was very informative. Why not? And I know. Paul, come but, on, buddy. I know you're going to get into this one. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, if you lo watch the last three games of the season, Vasilevsky did not look good. The last game uh, against Florida that they lost 4 nothing. I don't know, maybe he didn't care it was last game, but he looked, he let a couple of goals in that were brutal. He lost the puck behind the net that I think my mom could have stopped and she never played goal in her life. It was terrible. I really think that the options that Florida has with Bobrovsky, Dreger, and Knight um, – I, I think this is Florida's year. I think Florida is well-coached. Tampa will have that uh, little jinx of the Stanley Cup last year, and I think Florida's going to knock Tampa Bay out in six. Hey, listen, as we're doing this uh, really quickly, Jordan, if you don't mind picking this up, Vegas, what was the record between Vegas and Minnie for Joffrey uh, Gardner? Thanks for joining us, bud. And he says, just quickly, Carter, great pickup for the pit, can still skate like the wind and loves – to play the game. Thank you for joining on that. All right, James, let's go to you. Obviously, Florida, Tampa. We had this on the weekend. Warriors, are you staying with your pick? Yeah, I'll, st I'll stick with Florida. I can't flip flop to Tampa. I was thinking about it just to throw you off there, but but yeah, I think uh, I was going to go with the underdogs, Florida. But it seems on this panel, everyone's probably going to be going with Florida, so it'll probably be the the um, general consensus, but. Panthers in seven. I think they uh, had great pickups with Montour, Bennett. Uh, they got Declare in there. Yeah. Both goaltenders firing. So, I mean, Tampa, there's a lot of question marks, I feel like, with Stamkos, Kucherov. Um, you know, if, if they happen to lose uh, Vasilevsky for whatever reason, I don't think they would have much hope where the Panthers have two very solid goaltenders. So I'm going to go uh, I'm going to go Florida. I think they've been on a roll and uh, and they're uh, poised to upset the, the cup champs. And we may not know why, but don't forget – uh, we were questioning why they put Spencer Knight in the goal. So they actually have three bona fide, not proven. He's not proven, but he's certainly there just in case. And I think you're right on Tampa Bay. Jordan. Uh, just a reply to Jeffrey's comment. I, I believe uh, Minnesota was five and one against Vegas. I'm not hundred percent. I have to go back and check it, but you're right. Um, but about onto Florida, it, uh, fun fact, this is going to be the all first Florida 
sorry, first all Florida playoff series where both teams are from Florida. So uh, it'll be a little interesting there, but I do think Florida is probably going to be the, uh, beat Tampa Bay here. Um, you know, four, four, two and one against Tampa Bay this year. They're, they've had their number again. And just with, with that whole uh, regular season series, Florida just, they're, they're going to come in there with all the confidence in the world. And I think uh, Tampa Bay is going to get, uh, swept, oh, not swept, sorry, beaten in uh, seven. Swept. Jordan, I was just going to say thanks for clarifying what the uh, the Battle of Florida or all Florida teams meant by the the Lightning and the Panthers. Yeah, no, I got to start drinking that uh, pink Whitney that you got in the fridge for God's sakes. Uh, Val. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go Florida just for the sake of uh, last time Vasilevsky was cold hidden into the playoffs. They were the defending uh, President's Trophy champions, and they were kicked out in the first round. He's not on a good roll heading into the playoffs. I'm just going to go with a little past history. I know past means nothing to present day, but Florida, uh, Tampa is favored to repeat, but I'm going to call Florida as the uh, upset Coach Q's got that team playing incredible, the best they've been playing in the last couple of years. They will roll into the playoffs, and I say they beat Florida. I say I say Florida beats Tampa. Beat I'm going to go four-two. That's an upset, not in, not in seven. Four-two, Florida. Hey, Paul, I wanted to ask you this question: uh, Florida rolled in there with five straight wins, which is good. Uh, how important is it for a team to be? We know we're going to talk about the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, they lost five in a row. It's not a time where you want to roll into the playoffs losing and winning, or, or or losing obviously in that many games. But what are your thoughts on a team on this uh, spiral up? Uh, Tampa Bay was three and two, uh, two and three. I apologize. Uh, so I believe that Florida, with the goaltending it's got and the question marks that we do know about uh, Kucherov, everybody's saying, uh, James, you guys brought this up earlier, he could have played, but because of cap, they kept him out of it. But, you know, he's been out for over a month. Uh, Francois, who trains a bunch of players, knows that a month off and trying to get into the Stanley Cup playoffs, game one and two is going to be really tough. We don't know what's going on with Stamkos. They're not playing as well as they can. We don't know about Kucherov and Stamkos. Paul, would you be concerned about that factor? If I was a Tampa fan, I definitely would be. If I'm a Tampa management, I would be. I think that one thing going into it that makes me really feel good about Florida is the last two games of the year, Florida beat Tampa, and I watched both of those games. Tampa wasn't just joking around. Florida dominated. Bobrovsky is starting game one. I know Val, you and I thought maybe Greger would start game one. Bobrovsky is starting game one, but he'll have a short leash because they have so many great options. I just think this year, Florida is on such a roll that it, it is really important to come into the playoffs hot. And I think Tampa, now me saying that, Tampa might knock Florida out with four straight. Who knows? But I really think all things considered right now, I like Florida. Francois. Uh, but, you know, if if uh, if you guys recall from past years, Stamkos was never a factor in the playoffs. Never. So so I don't think that's going to make a difference whether he's he's healthy or not healthy. But Bobrovsky is going to make a difference. If he has to be healthy, he cannot get injured. Uh, defensively, uh, you know, the Edmund has got good experience. But, you know, I... I I don't see uh, Tampa uh, getting through uh, Florida. The Florida has been playing extremely well lately. So, I, I actually, if I may, I actually think the X factor in that series is Joel Quinville. He's been in a mm -hmm. lot of playoff series with the Chicago Blackhawks. He matches lines really well, and he changed and he adapts really quickly. So I think Quinville is the X factor in that series. Paul knows that because he's a huge uh, Chicago Blackhawk fan, and he did. Can an amazing I ask, job. Sorry, can I, can I ask Francois one thing? Did yes, you sir. mean Bobrovsky has to be hot or Vasilevsky? Uh, Vasilevsky, sorry. Sorry. I, I wasn't, didn't understand. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry, Paul. I should have translated that from French to English. <laughs> you said you didn't make mistakes, Francois. Well, I, I just wanted to be similar like you guys. You know, I, I fell out of place. So, yeah. hey, Stevens coming in and joining us. Watch out for an avalanche. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's move on, guys. Here's one. I think we're going to get uh, a unanimous uh, here, unless Jordan's drinking too much of that Kool Aid. Carolina, Nashville. Paul, start us off. 
Yeah, 100%. You know, Nashville, the last couple of months has worked their tails off to make the playoffs, but I think that's going to be it. Uh, I think it's going to be a swan song for Rene. He's 30, almost 39 years old. Maybe Saros will start. It doesn't make a difference. This is Carolina's year. They have the coach of the year in Rob Brendamore. Everybody is is just flying. I love Carolina to possibly be the only sweep in the first round. Mm-hmm. Francois, make sure you get the goaltenders' names right. I'll try. I'll try. I'll pick Arena. Is uh, you know, last uh, is going to be his last playoffs. I think he's going to be in nets. Uh, but I don't think Nashville is going to go uh, uh, through Carolina. Uh, Carolina is a pretty complete team. They've been playing extremely well as well. So uh, I, I think Carolina is going to win in five. Wow, James. I'll say Pekka Rene will not be their guy in that. Yeah. UC Saros will likely be uh, we will be the guy they'll be rolling with unless anything goes wrong there. But I will agree. I think uh, I think the Canes will take it in five or six. I'll go with six just to to give the Predators a game or two to sneak away. But uh, but yeah, the Canes are dominant right now. So yeah, no, I I, I thought this was going to be a Carolina sweep, but uh, I actually just changed it before the show in my in my, bracket, in my personal bracket uh, to five games. Uh, I think Nashville can kind of will be able to sneak uh, squeak one out. Um, they have they have all they have a ton of playoff experience. They made it to the Cup final a couple of years ago. A lot of those guys are still on that team. Uh, while I don't think they're going to beat Carolina, they'll be able to squeak out one game, maybe two at most. No. Yeah, I agree with James. I don't think Pecorini is uh, starting the series whatsoever. I think you're giving the reins to Saros. Uh, but uh, I'll give uh, the uh, the uh, Preds two games. I love uh, Mazer- Ma- Mazeric. Ma- Mrazic. Uh, Mrazic. <laughs> uh, I still, to this day, I don't think Detroit should have let him go. Uh, Rod Brindamore, I agree with you, Paul, coach of the year for sure, definitely. They've, they've had a lot of good uh, couple of years in playoff runs. I think this is their year. I'll uh, benefit of the doubt for the uh, the Preds. I'll say a four-two Carolina. Hey guys, they had said uh, from what I heard yesterday, Morazic won't start Game One. It's the kid. Uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. Um, really? Wow. I'm surprised really? he just got back. Was it Nedjelokic or something? Yeah. Alex? Yeah. He, he has played. I saw um, a, 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 a show a couple of days ago where Brendamar was talking about this kid. And they love him. And I think he's starting game one. But to have Mrazek and James Reimer as 2-3, they're solid in goal. You yeah. run the hot goaltender, just like we're going to talk about Toronto. So, <laughs> First, got to get a hot goaltender. <laughs> all I'm going to say about this series, I think it's going to be quick and ugly. Uh, the only thing that I always use the X factor, the X factor is the pressure is on Carolina. Everybody's talking sweep or four to one. I just think... Uh, they've got to do it hard and quick and uh, do it clean. You got it. All right. So I'm picking four straight. That's my sweep. Oh, I think okay. Carolina's going to sweep yeah. it. You and me again? Yeah. <laughs> it is Friday. It is Friday. So Breaking news. Sorry, Val. I just looked, and now NHL has it as Mirazic playing game one. Well, uh, either yeah. one. You can't go wrong. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Breaking news. Breaking news. In the North Division. Uh-oh. Oh, oh yeah. The Terry Toronto Price Maple versus... Leafs don't have a hot goaltender. No. <laughs> the owner of the Ottawa Senators took a super yacht vacation amid the pandemic. It went horribly, and there are lawsuits. It's just broken now. He wasn't supposed to do it, and it's uh, going to... The guy just keeps shooting that club in the foot. He's got a heck of a hockey team for the future. Why, honestly, bud? You know what? what? You could. Eugene Melnick has done stupid things going back to when he owned the Toronto St. Michael's Majors. He is a rich guy with no brains. Yeah, Eugene Melnick is is the uh, polar opposite of uh, the current New York Rangers and New York Knicks coach. What Eugene Melnick does to the Senators, uh, James Dolan does to the New York Knicks. They're just like mirror images of each other. Totally not thinking. Maybe he was on the yacht. Thanks for that, Val. Maybe he was on the yacht. Hey, listen, let's get going. Let's do let's do my uh, series. Edmonton, Winnipeg. We're going to start with you, James. 
Of course, you want to hear what I have to say first. Um, yeah, I think this will be a good one. I, I do think if the if the Jets can shut down McDavid and Drysaddle, which I don't think they can, but I do think if they can find a way to uh, to shut them down, then they'll have a, a real good chance in this one. But from what I saw in the regular season, I thought I saw the Oilers uh, beating up on the Jets a lot, and uh, I think that's what's going to happen in the playoffs. So I'm going to go in the first round, Oilers-Jets. I'm going to say the Oilers are going to win in six. Um, I'm sorry about that one, Gooch, but I just – if they could find a way to shut down those two guys, then they'll win the series, no doubt. And if Hellebuck can get playing to where he can play, um, then they'll win. But I just – they've lost, what, like seven out of eight, and they're just – right now, as I'm seeing things, I just don't uh, – I don't see them beating McDavid and Dreisaitl, but obviously could be wrong, so. Jordan? Uh, I'm agreeing with James. I'm going to go uh, Edmonton and six as well. Um I just don't think Winnipeg has what it takes to, to keep up with McDavid right now. Um, and I just think you can't really bet against McDavid on the year that he's had. Uh, 104 points, I believe. And he's, you just know uh, coming into the playoffs, he's going to keep that pace. Uh, or he's going to try to at least. I think uh, he's going to have a really good series. Uh, 13 points in four games leading into yeah. the playoffs. And he's still got – don't forget – it's the Vancouver Canucks, so and they play them again tonight. So uh, let's see, or tomorrow night. I apologize, uh, Val. You know, on paper, uh, if you compare both teams on paper, the Oilers are dominant. I'm going to go back to when I said Mike Smith, at the age of 39, has been playing really well for the Edmonton Oilers. I knew I took a little bit of chirping when I said Mike Smith will uh, is a good goaltender to be back. Just like a fine wine, he's, he's aged beautifully. At the age of 39, he's been playing well. Uh, but it all comes down to two things, and I, I've said this for all my picks. I think goaltending, it's between Smith and Hellebutt because the firepower is definitely on the Edmonton order side. I'm going to go old school uh, Edmonton-Winnipeg uh, series. I'm going to go uh, – it's going to go full seven, and I think the Edmonton Oilers pulls this one out four to three. Well, you know, every bottle of red wine you open up could be corked, and I think that's where Mike Smith is right at this moment. Because if Mike Smith is not at the top of his game, and Paul, you're going to be last, because I want to, I want to hear your comments on the goaltending part. I think the reason why I say that is only this: the reason why, if Mike Smith goes out, I don't think Edmonton has a backup. Obviously, that that has any kind of confidence in him, and I think the Winnipeg Jets have a better backup. So I'm going to stick there and and certainly think that that bottle of wine is soured. Well, Fred it would have soured during the season when he started playing. But he's got to play seven games. If you said he's playing seven games, him playing seven games at 39, at the at the punishment he's going to take, you'll hear my little talk once we get finished. We're, we're so how many, but how many games has he played this year since he came off his injury? Who? Uh, Mike Smith. He's played a lot. Yeah, so and he's still going well. I agree with you. The health is a big factor coming to playoffs and everything. But I, I thought I would think that if he was going to, uh, the health would be a factor. Would have been in the time he came back from his injury to the end of the season. Okay, you're, we're, we're going to hang on to that comment because I'm going to get with Val, Paul and Val. You know I love you, so I'm going to gang up on you because you are talking about the big Jets, Francois. Uh, you know if uh, Elabak is a. You know, he's a playoff goalie, so uh, if he can, I mean, he's gonna have to steal a few games. But I don't think, uh, I don't think they're gonna get through uh, the Oilers. I think the Oilers are are on a mission with the amount of first picks that they had and all the changes that they've made. I, I mean, they have to win that first round. So uh, I think I, I'm going with uh, Edmonton in six. Okay, Paul, it's left for you, but you're the only one that can be on my side. Okay, so here, I'm going to – and, Gooch, I did get the check that you sent me, um, but you didn't sign it. So you better, yeah, you better cash it. No, you, I can't even cash it. You didn't even sign it. Okay, listen, guys, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pull a Gooch here, and I'm going to give you a couple of options. The one thing that I agree with, Terry, and I disagree with you, Val, and we haven't had a good disagreement in a long time, is that – I love Mike Smith. I've loved Mike Smith when he played for Canada. I loved him in Arizona, Phoenix, whatever you want to call it. I love him. But at 39, what Gooch says is, yes, he's played a fair amount of games this year. This is a four to seven. There will be potentially four games in six days. I don't think he can handle that. 
And if he can't, Toskanen is brutal. I'm telling you, I could get on the ice at 61 in my sled, overweight, and play better than this guy. He's brutal. I think if somehow, and Edmonton's done nothing. I love their, yeah, they got tons of talent coming up. The Wazoo, McDavid's incredible. He's a Gretzky. He's a bad. He's amazing. They've not won nothing. I think somehow Paul Maurice, who I love, will get this team mentally prepared. And I like Winnipeg in seven. If I may, if I may. If I may, the Edmonton Oilers and the North Division has had a compressed season in terms of games, right? So the compression and the playoffs they've had in the season. Mike Smith started 32 games. He's finished – sorry, yeah, he's finished 30 of them. He's 21-6. and Yeah, I love him. So my my point is, like, if he was going to get banged up and hurt coming off the injury he did – it would have happened sometime during the series. The I'm season. Not, I'm, Val, I'm not saying he's going to get hurt. I'm going to saying. No, no, we're just saying like the injury the factor. The right? back-to-back game, that Tuesday, Wednesday game, three, game four, it's going to get physical. He's a guy that doesn't just stay in the crease and you bump him and True. you go, oh, thank True. you so much. Mm-hmm. He's going to block or some guy in the head. But and he's, he's going to get – I love him. I just he, think that it might be too much for him. He's been a little more controlled since he got back this year, thus far, because he is—he is pretty wild. You're right. (laughs) You guys are talking like he's not—he hasn't been training for this his whole life. Exactly, he's thirty-nine. He's a a trained athlete, so I mean, he—he can go into that. Okay, now you'll hear it from the guy that knows it all. And we're—and we're also assuming that he—that he would play on the back-to-back. It all depends on you know. You can't play Toskin in unless there's a serious illness. At this point of the season, at this point of the year. You you start the goaltender you're going to run with you don't you don't flip flop so I agree. Yeah. All right, so here's what I'm going to say to you guys. Oh look, we're out of time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come back tomorrow. You'll hear what I'm saying. Dreisaitl <laughs> said in Germany interview that their goalkeeper Hellebuck is the is better than last season. Wow. Wow, that you didn't show it at the you know the last game of the season, but he's you know I, I well. okay. So here's he's what I'm going to say. McDavid is on fire. Dreisaitl on fire. They certainly have the best one-two punch. Sorry, James. Right at this particular moment. Hellerbuck has not proven himself up until now. He's had a couple shaky starts. But if he does play as good as he can, I, that there's no question. You can't put Mike Smith up against Hellerbuck when they're playing at the same time. My point about Smith was not the fact that he's going to get hurt. You guys all forget. It's a young team. In in Edmonton, there's a lot of pressure on that team. Everybody expects them now. You guys, I've been in there. I, I and I'm not again. I'm, it's not the NHL, Paul. You've been in games where you know the team that you're playing against is far better than you, and somehow something just clicks. A Shifley, a, a Connor, uh, just something happens. Connor Hellerbuck stands on his head, and for some reason, McDavid get. We've seen it. We've seen McDavid show a little bit of a crack in his armor at the beginning of the season where he was frustrated and that's not like him but if Hollerbuck steps up and all of a sudden they get down one or two goals and all of a sudden they get down two or three games it's over guys so that's my point to Mike Smith not the fact that he won't get through the series the series is going to be harder on him because everybody knows that's where it's going to be it's going to be one and lost in goaltending in the series you're right 100% Gooch you know and I'll tell you one thing and it was only one game but going back to Torino, Italy, there were 12,000 fans in that crowd. Other than take the Canadian fans out, I'd say 99% thought Norway was going to kill Canada in that game. And we won 3 nothing. I know it's four games, not one. But I do think that there is enormous amount of pressure on Edmonton. There's no pressure on Winnipeg. They stunk the last two weeks of the year. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think the true crime in this series is that fans will not be in the stands because it's yeah. been a number mm-hmm. of years since both teams met up. I think that's the true crime between the Edmonton Winnipeg series. James, mm-hmm. Montreal too. The, yeah. on, the only thing I would say is, uh, is when you're talking about this, you're saying, you're saying a lot of what ifs, you know, if Hellebuck can get back to what he's been playing. Like we're, we're basing everything we're seeing off of what we have seen recently. And what we've seen recently is the Oilers playing well and Mike Smith playing well. 
and Hellebuck playing not so well and the Jets losing seven in a row or whatever they've lost. So I think there's a lot of what ifs in uh, in your arguments, but you know anything's possible. What if you know Pecorine could come back and have a Vesna type playoff season and they could win the cup? I yeah, mean, but Gene, I thank you for what ifs, but we live in a world of what ifs. And the fact of the matter is, the regular season is a regular season. We're now in the playoffs, so I think you have to look at some form of track record. Yes, mm-hmm. whatever got went in on the playoffs, write them off right now. We're not in Hellerbach's head. He can get into McDavid's and Dreisaitl's head, and it can change it. What if? Yeah. Yes, there's what ifs, but that is a factor in professional sport. So I think we just have to throw it out there. Obviously, I'm going to fight. It's going to be really tough for me to say to you guys, ah, it's over. Winnipeg's done in four. I may think that, but I believe that I've got We want to hear you say it. We want to hear you say it. It's called Gooch Live for a reason and the Rosen Report for a reason. We can say what we want and we can turn back the clock. All right, listen, let's get into obviously the one where we really want to talk about. And I think there's going to be more fireworks here because I think it's going to come back to, oh, goaltending. Uh, Let's talk about it. James, you're going to be last, kid. And then Francois, you're going to be second last because we know you like the blue and red and white. Oh. Yes, James. Yes, yes, yes. Respect for religious. That's unbelievable. You never walk on the crest. You never toss a jersey. It actually landed on one of the basketball hoops I had set up, so it's hanging there for now. No doubt. All right, Paul. Let's. I'll get you. No, you know what, Jordan? Let's get you started. Of course, uh, Toronto, Montreal, 1979. Uh, Francois will remember that year very well. Um, there's a lot of history, no question, in Montreal. Uh, there's a lot of history in Toronto. And the history is, is that the Toronto Maple Leafs have a, a history of not winning the Stanley Cup since 1967. And I will underline that. I think that's 42 years if you get a calculator out. And I think that's going to be a factor. That's a what if. I don't think that's, yeah. I think your math right. might be a little bit off. Pressure. Pressure on Toronto. I was carrying the one, so it's 44. <laughs> Um, so here's my point. I think it's 54. Pressure is going to pressure is going to be a factor. So, Jordan, just before Paul, I want to hear your logic on why the Montreal Canadiens can't and what if win this series. Um, I, I think it's gonna be Toronto in five, honestly. Um, I I, I know I, I said it earlier, but again, I I there's a lot of question marks with Montreal uh, still. You know, uh, it, it, it's, it really comes down to Carey Price. Uh, you know, he had, a, he had a rough year, to say the least. And and now he's coming back from an injury. Um, I, I know a lot of people are saying Carey can, uh, can kind of bring back his old his old ways, uh, kind of relive. Uh, well, that's what Carey's been saying about. Uh, no, 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 I agree. Sorry, I wasn't saying anything, but yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, no, so also sharing a thought there, but. Uh, I, I think coming back from an injury and having the year that he had, it's, it's going to be really tough uh, to kind of come, to kind of bounce back from that. And Jake Allen, I don't really have a ton of confidence in, um, mainly mainly from his days in St. Louis. I haven't seen too much of him recently, uh, that, that, but that's kind of played my mind since then. But I think it's going to be Toronto pretty easily. Wow, you know Oof. what? You guys write off experience like it's nothing. You can have a terrible regular season, but if you're a professional hockey goaltender who is proven and won at every way, he'll win it. Hey, hey, now it's Paul's turn. Okay. Ah. Okay, boys. (laughs) Now, first of all, okay, I don't want to get hate mail sent to me from anyone in Montreal, Francois, anyone in Toronto, James. I was living with one of the most insane Leaf fans who's 70 years old and goes crazy for every Leaf game. I think, Gooch, it was 67, so I was seven years old. So I think that was 54 years ago. Is I only got grade six math also. But I think that's giving them the benefit of the doubt. I wanted to make them feel good. In 79, I remember that series well because I was 19. I honestly think, and this is no disrespect, Francois, I love you. I got so much respect for you. I just think, and I really mean this deeply, I think that the Canadians are just done. This is not going to be a series that they're in from the start. I could be totally wrong. It's just my feeling. I think whether Price is there, Jake Allen, I love him as a human being. He's probably the nicest guy in the world. 
He one of the most incredible bench openers from the bench to open that door. He's incredible opening that <laughs> door. God. He's got a Stanley Cup ring and he can open the door great. He's a great guy, but he will not be a factor. Price will not be a factor. I think that uh, Jack, not Jake, but Jack Campbell will be the Jordan Eddington of two years ago, and the Leafs destroy the Montreal Canadiens. Oh nobody talk. Nobody talk. Oh, nobody talk. Nobody Five talk. games. Five nobody... games, and it's over. All right. Nobody talk. Forget the numbers. Forget the numbers. The last time the Toronto Maple Leafs won a Stanley Cup, Tim Horton was actually in the lineup. <laughs> it was Dunkin' Donuts, not Tim Horton. He, was, he wasn't making coffee. I just have this feeling of watching them both play a, a lot this year. I probably watched every Hab and every Leaf game this year. I just got a feeling that the Habs are done, and it's going to be done fast. Now, Okay, a couple of things. Jordan, I agree with you in terms of the goaltending. Secondly, Carey Price cannot just turn on a switch after having a crappy regular season. No, it's like, thanks. boom, it's a miracle. I'm a hot goaltender come, come the playoffs. Just like any goaltender in any team, like Hellebuyck, could because he has been playing Carey Price I do not see him getting on a roll and 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 pulling one out for them because he's been off for too long uh hopefully he's okay coming off concussions secondly Jake Allen does not only open doors he wins Stanley Cups says so on the ring <laughs> yeah, from one, from one goalie to the other, open no, doors. Just, Paul and I haven't had good sparring matches in a while, so that's that's where it all started. Is that no, it? But all seriousness, um, on paper, Toronto is just way too powerful uh, from the uh, defense up. From the defense up, goaltending will everything comes down to goaltending. But I think that Frederick Anderson and Jack Campbell are a lot stronger at the moment, not by much, over Carey Price and uh, Jake Allen. If Montreal is going to steal this series, it won't be because of J it won't be because of Carey Price. It'll be because of Jake Allen and, and a team playing playing uh, together in front of him. But all, all in all, I will go Mon I will go Toronto, even though I can't believe I'm saying this. Uh -huh. Toronto four one over the series. Oh my God! I'm so disappointed. I'm gonna. Have to I, I love. I love the city of Montreal. Yeah. Well, you're not invited back. Out, Let me tell nothing you. Nothing else. You know, there's a bunch of mafiosa there, so you're not oh, coming back. All right, here we go. I'm gonna let. We're gonna let James end it, Francois. I know you're a typical French Canadian that's probably eating a baguette right now. And what does that mean? Wine. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? I'm a typical. <laughs> Because I know you got a glass of wine in your hand. I'm gonna be the rep I'm gonna be the referee for you two and I'll end the fight. A so here hold, we go. Hold, Francois. A, a, a typical French Canadian, I think he means you don't smoke at red lights. What, what was that Francois talking or no? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's back. I can't you're, believe you're, no one are. is. I can't believe no one is rooting for Montreal. But uh, it's going to be an interest uh, series, and and where the difficulties for for Montreal is that uh, I, I think centermen are extremely young. Uh, KK Evans, uh, Suzuki, they're young kids. Uh, they're still uh, developing and learning. But uh, the, uh, Carey Price has been resting for a long time and all the injury players are going to come back. Um, I think Montreal was built for the playoffs. If you look at Anderson, Toffoli and all that, they've got good experience. And if, if, you, if you get, I mean, talking about the center line um, being very young, you know, if, if you get stall, if you're, if you're going to get stall, that, you know, that tells you a lot of things. I mean, stall is not that great of a player right now and and I, I think that's going to hurt Montreal if uh, if those kids are not playing well but I think the more the series uh, if Montreal wins a couple games they have more chances of winning that series so I think if Toronto wants to beat Montreal they have to yeah, they have to win uh, winning five games otherwise the more it's going to stretch like six or seven games I think Montreal will beat Toronto so the longer the series goes, I think Montreal's got a better chance of winning that series. Thanks for uh, taking my uh, email this morning and saying that for James. 
All right, James, what, what are your thoughts, kid? Yeah, so I think uh, I think that Toronto will end up winning this one in six. Oh. I Come on, you didn't expect me to go with Montreal, did you? I know. I think I'm going to have a beer. I do. Uh, I do think they'll go with six. I will give credit to Montreal, though. I think if they if they face the Oilers, if they face the Jets, um, if they face any of the other teams in the North playoffs, they would win. I do think that they are um, building to be a playoff team. They're physical, but I do not think Carey Price is going to go through an injury with all this time off, pop into Game One, and expect to somehow give up two or less or something like that to the Toronto Maple Leafs. There's just no way in my mind. I believe that Carey Price will probably lose the if he starts the first two games and then it'll go right back to Allen. Allen will probably win a game or two, but I think the Toronto Maple Leafs will win in six. I just think that their team is built a little bit differently than they were. They're a lot more physical, better defense. Jack Campbell as the number one and uh, Freddie Anderson or Riddich as the number two. Uh, I feel confident with Anderson as a number two, as an emergency backup. But the way Campbell's been playing, the way the Leafs are playing, I just – I can't say that I do that. I think the Montreal Canadiens are going to. All right. So I, I, I have a question. Do you think they're going to go with Campbell or Anderson? They'll go with Campbell. Campbell, hundred Campbell. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I, I would hope so also. But you know, you never know. Like Anderson was, uh, you know, before he got uh, injured, uh, he was doing pretty well. So did you see the last game that Anderson just played? Anderson yeah. hasn't do, done well all year. Sorry to say, Campbell will hundred percent be the starter. And, and Anderson and, and Perry Price are coming off the same amount of injury time, right? So, so it's going to like you can see that Anderson's got the rust for sure. Carey Price is going to have the rust. So, uh, logic says that they'll go with Campbell and then get. Uh, I think they'll they'll go with Anderson against the Jets to close out the season, but they'll start with Campbell uh, the playoff one and get a few more practices. And they're, they're they going. Anderson. They actually said uh, much. They, Campbell is playing on tonight. Yeah. Tonight, Campbell is playing, not Anderson. And one thing I want to ask you, Francois, that you know the game and you tra- train guys, the one thing I watched very closely with Anderson playing against Ottawa, and I don't think the goals were terrible, but the little things, like when he mm-hmm. made a save and he was caught himself in a bad position, he slid out of the net and he was panicking where the crease was. I don't think you get that back in the snap of the fingers. And if they have to go with Anderson, they're in trouble. Campbell's their guy and they're riding him. I agree. I, I would play Campbell. I mean, I wouldn't even think about it. I mean, it would it'd be if I'd be the coach, it would be Campbell. But I, I think uh, Carey Price in, is a different uh, goalie than Anderson. So, and he needed the rest. He got the rest. He's been practicing for at least a month. They haven't said that, but they, he's been pla- practicing for a while. Uh, I think Gallagher is going to come back, which is, I mean, that that kid is is the. Uh, is the heart and soul of the Montreal Canadiens. So I think that's going to make a huge difference. Um, and, you know, Montreal uh, hasn't been playing that bad against Toronto. Uh, and I think the physical part of the game is going to be a big factor. And Montreal is going to come out and hitting and finishing their checks. And, and I'm telling you, they're going to do the same thing that they did against uh, Pittsburgh last year uh, during the playoffs. Is Shea Weber uh, slated to come back at the beginning of the playoffs? Do you know? I'll bet you he's going to come back. Yeah. Hey, listen, is your mama, is Helen a Leafs fan? Uh, can't say. I think uh, she just supports because we're uh, we're in Toronto, but I don't think any any no uh, nothing too crazy. That's for sure. She was just she was jabbing you, uh, Francois. So I just wanted to know if that was a legitimate jab. (laughs) Just remember this: Game One on next Thursday, the third line centerman will be a massive difference. Riley Nash, remember that name. Yeah. I agree, right. but uh, just, just to finish off there, uh, you know, all the pressure is on Toronto because, Absolutely. Uh, you know, they, they have a pretty good team. And, uh, I mean, they got Spezza and they got the Thornton. If tr- Toronto doesn't beat Montreal, there's going to be a lot of changes in, in Toronto, I'm telling you. Yep. So, uh, I mean, they have to win. I think all the pressure is on Toronto. And that might make a difference. You know what? I want to say this, guys. Thank you for all your comments because it's been really cool. And, you know, I joke around a little bit. I'm still in the same position, Francois. We talked. We didn't talk about this, but you were talking my language. If Toronto doesn't beat them quickly and it goes long, I honestly believe – I know you guys are saying the what-ifs and what-ifs, but I, I just look at this. The last time these guys have had any 
success in the playoff is 1967. So we have to realize the Toronto Maple Leafs do not have a history of winning games at an important part of the season. Please remember the second round. They haven't got past the second round. 19 so years. Pressure, I agree. The pressure is going to be on James, and it's no disrespect to you. I, I know you're a young kid. No, I'm around the block. I'm just really concerned. Of and I would listen. I live with a person that's a Toronto Maple Leaf fan. So if the Toronto Maple Leafs go far, happy wife, happy life. Just one sec, Paul. The only thing I would say different to that, because I'm not a Leaf fan. I never have been. I used to hate them. But the only thing I would say different to that is that it's a different team. Matthews is world-class. They've got Polino. They've got Nash. They've got toughness with Simmons. They've got Thornton. It's a different team. You can't even put it to the last few years. You can't put it different. That, Paul, you played on many teams. Yeah. There, there is – listen. The pressure's it, there. I agree with you. Why did it take 10 years for the Toronto Maple Leafs to win, and they found Barilko? That was a hell of a team. It was built to win more than one Stanley Cup in that 10 years. Now, Toronto has a lot of Sorry? I want to say something here. Yeah. I think if, if we're looking in the Matthews, Marner, Nylander, if we're looking in this era and the teams that the Toronto Maple Leafs have lost to, the reason they haven't made it out of the first round, they've lost to Stanley Cup teams. They've lost to the Boston Bruins. They lost to the Washington Capitals. These games yeah. went seven series. These games went overtime. They lost to the best teams in the league that year. So it, if I – and this team this year is different. They added Felino, they added Simmons, they added Thornton, they added Bogosian. They have a great backup. They have things they didn't have in previous mm -hmm. years. So if there's going to be a difference, it's going to be this year because this is not the same team or the same situation. They're not going up against the Boston Bruins. I, I, I agree, James. But, it, you know, and that's why I'm saying that all the pressure is on Toronto. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, sure. it's going to be hard. They have to go through that pressure and of winning, absolutely winning and winning that series. So, uh, that might be a huge factor in that series. I, I think the, the biggest factor in the series, James, and what you're talking about, who the Leafs have lost to in the past, Fredrick, Freddie Anderson is not a closeout series goaltender. Look at what he did in Anaheim. Look at the last couple of years against Boston. He's had great games in between the series, but come that uh, closeout game, he has not played well. So if Toronto is going to ride and roll, it's going to be with Jack Campbell closing out series. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Campbell can do and, it. And it's great. You know what? I, I applaud you. I take my hat off to you to stand up to the old guys and say what you just said, because you're right. This is a different team, but the results have not been the same. I remember the days when Dougie Gilmore, when that was a heck of a hockey team. And of course, it was the Gretzky high stick and all that. You've always, Toronto Maple Leafs have always come up with an excuse why they don't go deep. My question is what Francois says. I think this organization, we haven't even discussed, I think the key factor of the Toronto Maple Leafs is coaching. Is Keith prepared to sit out guys during this? He's going to have to sit out somebody, and who's he going to sit out? You bring Riley Nash out, does Thornton play? Do you take Spezza out of the lineup? That's going to be huge factors. And he, the power play, who's supposed to be run by the head coach and his coaching staff, is dismal, dismal at the best. And that's why I just question that. That's the only reason. I disagree with you on that. You can. Yeah, I know. I do. <laughs> but, that, you know, the closest that they got into, the, that Toronto got into, uh, you know, advancing in the playoffs was when uh, Pat Burns was there. And, uh, you know, do they have the same kind of coach? I, I love that coach. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, I love that coach. He's, he's great. He was Great with the Marlies. He's doing a great job with uh, with the Leafs. Um, but I, I'm telling you, the, the pressure that Toronto has right now in winning that series is, is going to be a huge factor. All right, and, guys. Yeah. And if, Montre if, Montreal, if, if Montreal loses that series, I'm buying you guys around a beer. Okay. I'll have, I'll have I'll an apple see, juice. I'll see you in I'll Montreal next year. All right. Simmons, Simmons will play. Thornton will play. Riley will play. Um, the guys that are going to sit are going to be Kerfoot. They're going to be Engblom. They're going to be Mikheyev. Those guys will sit. Maybe Galchenyuk. But the the key guys, Hyman, those guys, they've got four very solid lines. And line four will be Simmons, uh, Spezza, and Thornton. Mm -hmm. And surprisingly, the the Nylander, Tavares, uh, 
Hyman slash Felino line. They've been playing well since the trade deadline. So Felino will play. Felino will play with Matthews and Marner. Galchenyuk will be the ones that will probably rotate. Galchenyuk, yeah, I I would sit him. Yeah, he's played really well for the Leafs too this year. Our time has come. It's the 37th annual Hockey Day by Johnson and Johnson. Couldn't have had a better panel. James, you did well, kid. I think you threw a couple of punches. Uh, Jordan, I'm going to be checking the apple juice later on. Francois, listen, I'm ordering the Molson Canadian now because I think you and I may get beat up on this one. <laughs> uh, it's a pleasure to have you. And Val, uh, unbelievable that we can all sit here, yell and scream at each other, hang up, and still think we're all kind of crazy. I love it. All right, guys, you've been listening to Gooch Live. Don't forget tomorrow we've got a roundtable. Paul, why don't you tell you tell us who's coming on? Yeah, we've got Josh Bonney. We've got a, uh, Jamie McGuire. Kerry Goulet and myself should be a lot of fun. We'll be talking about the Montreal Canadiens and the Toronto Maple Leafs. And listen, also, don't forget, we've got Scott Taylor. He's going to give us a whole other perspective. He was at the game the other night uh, in, in Winnipeg, and he was up in the press box, and he said being there with no fans really sucks, like <laughs> really bad. And then the final part is Robert Wine just wants, wants us to make sure we know. Holy bad word. Uh, Melnick broke all sorts of rules. He, uh, Robert's in Ottawa. It's a big deal right now, of course, after having such a great – the Tim Stutzler, you know, those young kids going and going that. What a great that – that, was, that was amazing. Yeah. It's an international story, and it's taken away by this buffoon. Uh, but seriously, he rented that yacht at $500,000 a week in a pandemic when people are starving and have lost their jobs – Boom. What is he thinking? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, until next week. See everyone. We'll do this again next Friday. You've been listening to Gooch Live with your host, Carrie Goulet, better known as The Gooch, brought to you by the Hockey News and Sports Illustrated. 